Welcome to Eat Drink Social. My name is Michael Moeller, and throughout this podcast series, you'll be hearing from myself and Courtney Sandora. We're a team over at Go Social, a PR and social media marketing firm with presence in both Louisville and Denver. We'll be discussing social media trends and influencer best practices in the food and beverage landscape. If you have any questions or want to reach out, you can find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, or you can check us out on our website at www.goforthbesocial.com. Teaching us how to live life to the fullest here in the Midwest uh, is Kate Riddell, aka Into Indy um, from Indianapolis. Kate, how you doing? I'm doing great. How are you? Doing well. Hey, thanks again for doing this. Um, so you know, you're you're talking about Indianapolis in in your blog um, and just all the the great things going on there in the city and maybe in the surrounding areas. Uh, you're probably one of Indiana's biggest advocates by now. So how'd you get started in all of this? So I am originally from Indianapolis, born and raised, went to Indiana University, and after college decided that I needed to see more of the world. So I moved to the East Coast and then ended up moving out to the West Coast. And after a few years, I realized that there is no place like home. So when I came back, I was thrilled to come back to Indiana. I could not wait. My friends and family are here. It's such a wonderful place. And I just got such a bizarre reaction from everyone being like, you know, what, why are you coming back to Indy? I, there's nothing to do here. You know, why would you leave California? And, you know, that really inspired me to, you know, create my own space on the ginormous Internet to share with everyone, you know, what I do, where I eat, where I hang out, where I, you know, spend my money, what I invest in. And, you know, from there, it, it kind of just started off as something that I hoped my grandma and mom would read to, you know, a full blown, you know, business, which has been incredible. Very good. So in, in addition to the written word, you're fairly active on YouTube, I've noticed. And I think at this point, we kind of all understand the value in video by now. But uh, I guess I'm curious to see, you know, how video has impacted you and, you know, your web traffic or, or maybe uh, your social media. Yeah, so um, I'm fairly new to YouTube. I I mean, I've, I've been a user for quite some years, but I um, recently launched my channel about like a month and a half ago. And I work in digital marketing for my full-time job. So I've seen the statistics. I've, you know, I, I do a lot of research in my free time. And um, video is definitely the way to go. I've had so much fun with it. I think that, you know, as much as I love writing and sharing, you know, different images on, you know, Instagram, people, they, ha they have so much more of an emotional connection when they can see you and interact with you and, um, you know, I, I've done everything from, you know, a simple unboxing, you know, of reviewing a product to trying out, you know, the new Fruit Loops donuts at Hardee's and, you know, going into a new restaurant that just opened and kind of doing like a tour and showing off different dishes that they serve. And people seem to respond really well to it because it's it's more than just words on a computer computer screen. It's, you know, you it's who you are and they, they can really get a feel for your personality through that. You know, I think it's been about, you know, a month and a half, two months since IGTV was announced or rather released. Do you have it? Do you find yourself using that a lot? Is it something that you that you like to use? Um, personally, I, I I've used IGTV. I think it's it's awesome for obviously Instagram itself sees a lot of value within, you know, the video platform. Um, I 
personally just love YouTube. I feel like I um, have a little bit more creative freedom when it comes to editing my videos and being able to put together, um, you know, different like travel videos with music along it. That might not, that might not be something that you want to watch on YouTube, but when you're looking on, or, uh, sorry, that might not be something you want to watch on Instagram, but mm-hmm. when you go to YouTube, you know, I, I like that I can be watching a video and then when it ends, it clicks over to something that I, you know, would be so, like interested in that's similar to what I was previously watching. So I'm, I'm team YouTube over team IGTV, but I think that they are both awesome platforms to experiment with. That's fair. And, and speaking of Instagram, you know, when it comes to social and I guess social media growth, um, you seem to be doing things kind of the right way, which makes sense since you said you are in digital marketing. So it's kind of obviously related. Um, so I'm just curious to hear what tips or insights you personally or, or you know, professionally might recommend um, for somebody just, you know, maybe starting off or they maybe they just want to grow their account a little bit more. Yeah, I mean, I think a lot of it and a lot of the accounts I find myself drawn to are ones that are really authentic. You know, post what you want to post post, you know, if you, for me, I'm not a fashion blogger. So you, you won't see too many, you know, posed, you know, outfit photos of me because I'm typically wearing all black wanting to go to a restaurant instead. So, you know, when I discovered that I was like, you know what, I'm going to post some really great pictures of food. I think, you know, finding people in your local community that you can also interact with, that has really been a total game changer for me. I have, a group of about four or five girls that I've really connected with. Um, Indy's pretty small anyway, but we have we have a decent-sized community for blogging and social media influencers. But when, you, when you're able to connect with people locally and, you know, you have something where all of a sudden you're freaking out, oh, my gosh, Instagram's down. Is it just me? Am I crazy? You know, you can kind of reach out to, you know, your friends and say, hey, you know, have you noticed the algorithm has changed or what should I do for the sponsored post? I found that that, really helps and you know having their support where you can kind of bounce creative ideas off of them i think that so much of the time we forget that social media is supposed to be fun you know it it totally can be and is a business on the side or you know sometimes this is people's full-time job but it also it's supposed to be fun you know make it fun you know, if you want to edit your pictures a certain way, do it. You know, there are other people out there who are going to like what you put out there, but just be authentic and genuine to who you are as a person and it'll come back to you. To that point of social media being fun in a community, but also a place that people get paid. Um, do you ever find, you know, it, I guess my, my broader question is maybe not for you personally, but just for, for, I'm going to say high profile profiles. Um, is there competition that exists between, you know, local, you know, um, foodie Instagrammers, like just somebody trying to get a sponsored post or is it all still pretty friendly? I mean, I, I think it's all pretty friendly and I like to be cheesy with my puns and say that there's room for everyone at the table. You know, how I would review a product is completely different from how you would review it. You know, maybe it tastes different to me or maybe I had a different experience at a restaurant I, I think that everyone brings something so different to the table. You know, I, I will say, though, on that note, I, I have been reached out to by, you know, different, um, whether it's, you know, products or um, different, you know, food, restaurants, this, that, and the other. And you always want to make sure that it, it fits with your brand. If you, if, for me, if I wouldn't go out and spend my own money on it personally, there's no reason why I should be really accepting it and reviewing it 
period. So that's, that's so, pretty much the bar for you. Like, I mean, if it's not something that you would, I mean, that that's exactly who you want to work with is somebody that you would actually buy from. Is that the only, you know, barrier to entry? Yeah. I mean, if have? it's, if it's, if it's a restaurant that I would go to or a product that I would buy, you know, that's something, you know, I, I don't just want to have a hat because someone wants to send me a hat. <laughs> you know, if it's a, if it's a product where I'm like, Oh my gosh, I love that fashion line. I would love a hat. Then that's totally different. But I think that's also the, you know, authenticity and trust that you build with your own friends and family and your audience. You know, you don't want to follow someone and we, we've all seen them where they will, they will review anything. If it's free, they want it. <laughs> and, you know, for some people that totally works for them, I prefer to keep mine, you know, more, if you know that I'm saying this is a great place to go, it's going to be a great place or it's going to be a great product. Any, any favorite experiences stand out from those moments that you've had? Oh my gosh. I, I mean, through blogging have done some absolutely incredible things. I think my favorite so far. Um, so with Into Indie, I'm mainly food, but I also promote events and different things that go on. Just really encouraging people to get up off the couch and go explore what there is to offer in Indie. And um, there was a exotic supercar racetrack touring company that came to town it's called extreme experience and they reached out to me and they were like hey would you like to come out and test drive a lamborghini on a racetrack and talk to your followers about it and i think i just about fell over when i got that email i was like are you kidding me (laughs) absolutely you know stuff between that and i recently i just um attended a charity benefit for children's therapy which is a like equestrian therapy for children with physical um and oh my gosh i'm forgetting the word like recreational occupational therapy occupational therapy and physical therapy needs and she reached out to me and said you know hey we're doing a foundation i would it's um i'm sorry i'm going all over the place (laughs) she reached out to me and said hey our foundation is hosting a huge charity benefit i noticed that we had news reporters, um, radio people, you know, local indie car drivers, you know, everyone competing for this mechanical bull competition to raise some money. She was like, I noticed we're missing bloggers. And when she reached out to me, I thought that was so incredibly special to be, you know, included with, you know, those higher up media people. And also, you know, I have a brother with special needs who is on the autism spectrum. So I completely you know, related to that immediately. And another one of those, you know, fall out of your chair moments where you're like, is this really happening to me? This is incredible. The amount of impact that, you know, my little blog can have on these businesses. Yeah, absolutely. And, and one, uh, one industry that you really see that being the case in is in sports blogging. Um, people, you know, five, eight years ago that uh, were sports bloggers, they were kind of, you know, traditional media members just kind of making fun of them almost. And then all of a sudden, if the blog became prominent enough, you're getting invited to games, you're getting invited to practices. So uh, it makes sense that it it would extend to, to other uh, facets of life. Uh, I also hear that you have a, a pretty uh, interesting or interesting to me, maybe a uh, Kimball Musk story. <laughs> I do. So funny story. Um, Kimball launched this is um, this is elon musk's brother by the way yes so this is elon musk's brother who is quite the restaurateur he opened two restaurants in indy and the first one being hedgerow which is like a little bit more of a i don't want to call it a super high-end bistro but it's definitely more of like the ritzier of the two 
he opened that restaurant and I am all about trying to go to every single restaurant opening, trying new restaurants, this, that, and the other. And um, he opened Hedgerow and then a couple months later, they opened a like fast casual restaurant called Next Door, Next Door Eatery. Hmm. And I was blown away. I met him at both events. And when I went to Next Door, he came up to me and he was like, you know, I really enjoy following your account. I learned so much about Indianapolis. And I th- again, another one of those, you know, pinch me in my dreaming moments because he has put so much into our community, not only by opening these restaurants, but he also has launched um, a couple of different programs for our public school students um, to help them better learn, you know, what a tomato is, you know, to help them learn how vegetables grow, what are fruits. And so it's incredible to see someone of that power investing in Indianapolis, not only from a business perspective, but also giving back to the local community as well. Yeah, she. Yeah, um, I, I can only imagine just Kimball and Elon, you know, hanging out at Thanksgiving dinner, talking about Indianapolis and Elon's, you know, just saying, hey, do you have any recommendations for me? And then Kimball's just like, hey, yeah, follow, follow, follow Kate. It's like absolutely crazy. But um, it's it's been an absolute blast. I I will say working with, you know, his his marketing team is absolutely phenomenal. They they did several different media dinners to promote, you know, a shrimp, um, shrimp and crab boil. And it was just working with them like that's a restaurant group who knows what they're doing. I've worked with everyone from, you know, a national chain to, you know, your local mom and pop, because at the end of the day, both you know, types of restaurants, they're they're impacting the entire community. They're hiring local people, you know, local people are going there to spend their money. So I never find it necessary to have to say, oh, I'm only working with local or I'm, you know, to only commit to one thing. So it's great to get to work with everyone. One last question for you before we let you go. If you could choose just one social media channel platform of some sort to be on, which one is it going to be from now on? Oh my gosh, that's so hard. I, oh man, I love Instagram, but I will say I'm having so much fun with YouTube. I don't know. Uh, I wish, I, I can't wait to see like wh- what my answer is in a year. <laughs> I I would have to say I'm enjoying YouTube right now. I Like I said, I'm, I'm still fairly new, but it's just been, it, it's been really, really fun. So we'll see. Yeah, I'll, I'll go with YouTube for now. Okay, good answer. All right, everybody, Kate Riddell on Into Indie for both, uh, you know, visit the blog and uh, Into Indie on Instagram as well, right? Yes. Awesome. Kate, thank you so much. Thank you for having me. Okay, Courtney, what are your thoughts? Yeah, I thought the interview was great. Uh, I went to school at Indiana University um, in Bloomington, but I I actually did an internship in Indy, so I spent some time there, and I can tell you it has changed so much over the last few years, Uh, just the dining scene, the bar scene. uh, It's it's great, Um, and, and so it's fun to see her account. She has a great personality, a lot of energy, and I think her comments about video really being a preferred platform is interesting because I think she has the personality to do it. Um, Over the years, I've thought about, you know, it would be great to do a Facebook Live segment with uh, social media tips, but, you know, it takes a lot of guts to get in front of a camera. And um, I think those people that do do it and put themselves out there and are a little bit more vulnerable, uh, I think people do connect with them and they appreciate that. And I could see where you feel like someone's talking to you more so 
on a video than you would a photo. I also was watching this Netflix special and it was it was about these preteens that actually pay money to go uh, see a tour where they gather all these YouTubers and, and folks from Musical.ly and um, they connect with them and they were they were like crying before they met them, like just like it would be like someone meeting the Beatles. Uh, and it was amazing because, you know, I had no idea who these people were. You know, they're tween influencers, um, but they they love them. And it's and it's interesting. I think it speaks to the fact that people do connect on video and they feel like they know you better. So however you can work that into your marketing, you should and who knows? Maybe I'll I'll try that Facebook Live. All right. Sounds good. Guys, thank you so much for listening. Another episode of Eat, Drink, Social coming soon.